what are the things you're looking at? And are you aware of how much they affect your overall mood, confidence, physical health, mental health, emotional health? We're going to dive into that today. Hi there, I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse. Join me every week as I share the latest trends, tips, and tricks to avoid the deterioration and diseases of aging. Nothing gets easier with age, but there's so much we can do to keep it from getting harder. Let's have fun adding not just years to our life, but life to our years. Well, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending upon when and where you're listening to this. If we haven't met yet, my name is Lisa LaCasse. I'm the host of the Choose Your Future podcast, and I'm really happy to have you here with me today. Today, we're going to talk about three different things, and they're all about where your eyeballs are. We're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk secondly about Netflix, and I'm going to give you a recommendation of something to watch on Netflix, and then we're going to talk about, and this is the part I might say where I may lose you, reality TV. And all of them, seriously, I think you can use, it's like super simple. This isn't like I'm asking you to go out and run a marathon. This is things to watch things to not watch, things to look at, things to not look at, to affect your overall well-being. So it's super simple. It's something anybody can apply. And um, I'm excited to jump in. So first, I want to get started with a little trick I learned. I think it was during COVID. And I wish I could tell you who I learned it from. But when I first heard it, I thought it was kind of odd, and I didn't expect it to work, but I tried it anyway. So as you know, I'm very obsessed with health and fitness. And somebody told me I need to stop who I'm following for those things. And I need to look at somebody 10 years older than me. So during COVID, I was what, 50, 51. And I thought, no, wait, you want me to follow a fitness person in their 60s? And um, it didn't seem right. But I started finding them on Instagram and Facebook. And I have to tell you that lo and behold, there were some pretty amazing women out there. And I realized that not only did they inspire me more than the younger people, but they made me feel hopeful and really good about myself. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into that and break that down for you. I have a friend that I can think of, a former client who was always short. I mean, well, I guess once you're short, you're short. And she just wanted to be tall. She liked that long, lean look. And, you know, I didn't know how to help her be tall. It's not something you can do. On the other hand, I can think back to a girl I knew back in college who was very tall. She was over six foot tall, very thin, long and lanky. And she she was so uncomfortable with herself. She very rarely dated because she felt like men had to be taller than she was 
and they were hard to find and she never wore heels and she just felt like she wasn't even a normal person. And that's a shame. That really is a shame. She's a beautiful girl. And both of these people have found themselves over time. I saw the tall girl and it turned out she moved away and she ended up moving to Paris where she became a runway model. And now when you see her, she's got the heels on. She's accentuating her body, her tall, thin lankiness. And she's she's working it. And she has no trouble getting guys. On the other hand, I had to really have a talk with the shorter girl. You see, there are lots of things that we can change. And there are lots of things that we can obsess about. But there's just a few things and height, unfortunately, is one of them that we can't change. So if this is you, why would you continuously follow and beat yourself up looking at real tall people? It doesn't even make sense. It just doesn't. But there are things that we can do. And the tip that I learned, like with looking at people older than me, I can be 60s. I'm going to do that one day. (laughs) Not too far off either. And if you can start doing that, you're going to see that you can find people who are light years ahead of you in their health and fitness, in their business, in their relationships, in any area of life that you're looking to get into. And I highly encourage, rather than looking at a 25-year-old fitness person who hasn't had babies, who hasn't had uh, hormonal changes such as menopause and those types of things, who hasn't gone through all the stressors that we go through over the decades. And they're telling you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. But you know what? Back when we were their age, we could figure it out much easier than we can now too. And stop watching those people. I highly, highly encourage you and you will be motivated. And you know, this isn't just a fitness thing. Please hear me with this. And I want you to get even more specific than age. So let's say you're looking at going back to be a lawyer and um, you're 50. And so according to the little plan I just laid out, you would go look at 50-year-old lawyers. No, don't do that. Go look at women who went back to law school at 50 and what they're doing now. If you start following simply 50-year-old lawyers, you're probably following people who have been a lawyer for 30 years. And it's going to be a while till you get to that point. And your expectations are going to be in a whole different unrealistic place. So I'm hoping this makes sense to you. This is not simply a fitness thing or a business thing. Maybe, you know, you want to be a grandparent, then follow grandparents, loving grandparents that do the things that you want to do. And it's, it's just so motivational and encouraging because you can see 
This isn't the stuff that normally is going to pop up in your news feeds, but you can see there are women out there doing exactly what your goals are to do, having great success, really enjoying themselves, really loving their lives. But we don't know that when we're following what is being pushed out, pumped out at us by social media, which is the younger generation. And God bless the younger generation. I am not putting them down or criticizing them in any way. It's a great, you know, it's a great place to be, but it's not where we are. And we're another great place. And so I highly encourage you to go forward, find some people that are shocking you, that are doing, they're in the place you want to be, doing the things you want to do at the age that you're moving into. And you're definitely going to notice you feel so much better emotionally. You feel so much better physically seeing the things that you can do. Your confidence is going to go up instead of being like, uh, I'm in my 50s. I don't think I can get there. You're going to see these people getting there every single day, more than one of them. And it boosts your confidence. So I highly encourage you to start looking at who you're looking at and change that up a little bit. You don't have to change all of it, but start adding in some good stuff and maybe taking away the things that it's just not the right time to be following. Okay, so let's go on to Netflix. And if you have a few extra hours, I want to recommend, I think it's only a three or four part mini series that I watched. And, you know, I've always been fascinated in this. There's something called the Blue Zones, which are a few small areas on the planet where they have more centurions, people that live to over 100, than any other parts of the world. And most of them are very um, deep, like obsolete, insecure, or not insecure, secure localities in the middle of nowhere where there's not smog and stressful jobs and all that. But one of them's in California. And what I just described was not California. So they're out there, but I'm not uh, watch. I'm not, uh, how do I want to say, I'm not interested in these places to go live there. I'm interested in the behaviors and what makes them so healthy. Um, this, you know, besides the obvious of the location. And there's a, like I said, a Netflix series, it's called Live to 100. And I was just fascinated watching this. First of all, I knew a lot of it already because I do read books and follow podcasts and stuff that talk about these things. But it was shocking how much they talked about each episode's a little different, how much they talked about social uh, qualities and, and like they might make their bread together. And, you know, one of the things I saw that I actually enjoy doing and people think I'm a little weird is they talked about sitting on the floor and how much healthier you can be and how it affects your health by sitting on the floor. First of all, it's okay to sit on a sofa or a chair. I do that too. <laughs> but if I'm at a, I don't know, family birthday party or something and we run out of seats, I'm the first person to volunteer to sit on the floor because I'm fine there. 
And there's always the, oh, you know, one of the kids needs to get off the sofa so that us old people can sit on the the furniture. But I'm always like, I'm fine down here. But if you think about it, if you sit on the floor, first of all, your core is working because you're not leaning against the, the chair back or sagging down in the sofa. It's almost like you're doing squats because you're getting up and down various times throughout the day. And it gives you the mobility. It keeps you in balance. Like it's just such a simple, easy thing. Now, again, I'm not asking you to be a bottom dweller, but this is just something they talked about in Okinawa, Japan, which is a blue zone where you may have learned back in the day. They often like they eat their meals sitting on the floor, maybe on a pillow and those real low tables. But that's where they were were talking about um, how sitting on the floor is so healthy. And I love it. It's free. It's, I don't know, It you don't need any equipment. You don't need anything special. We all have a floor. This I know. I know we all have a floor or a ground. And I just, I just thought, isn't that a great tip? And there's all kinds of them about, you know, the foods you eat to the exercise you get throughout your day. And these people aren't doing anything special. They're not going out of their way to have a longer, healthier life. They're just living their life, like having their meals sitting on the floor. (laughs) Um, But nothing crazy, things that we can all do. So I really encourage you to watch that Netflix show and... um, I think you'll I think you'll like it. I mean, if there's parts you find boring because you're not a health geek like I am, then just fast forward. But I really think there are simple, simple things that you can learn from that show. And no, I am not being reimbursed for endorsing this, but Netflix, if you'd like to hire me or pay me, I'm here. I'm your girl. Okay, moving on to reality TV. Okay. So this is where I may lose some of you. I watch very little TV. I watch my teams, my college football team, my um, NFL football team. I watch football. I watch hockey. And that's, I watch other sports intermittently, not faithfully. And I watch some reality TV. You may or may not know, I want to be on Survivor in the worst way. I have watched Now I'm on my 45th season. I have never missed a season of Survivor. That's not what we're going to talk about, though. I want to talk about the other show that I tend to watch, which, you know, it's a little embarrassing, is The Bachelor. For years, I can remember back, what was it, 20, 30 years ago, The Golden Girls was a big hit show. It was huge. But it was also one of the only shows to focus on middle-aged to older women. Now, most of those women weren't nearly as old as we thought they were, but they weren't, let's say, 20 and 30-year-olds either. And it, it behooves me, let's say, that that show was such a hit, and it's still like a cult classic, I guess you could say, but they haven't made more shows 
that were that way. I can remember, there's two other shows I can remember, and I'm sure there's more, but they're hard to find. I can remember Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. I never watched it, but it starred Jane Seymour, and I believe she was in her late 40s when that was filmed, possibly 50s. And I can remember Murder, She Wrote, (laughs) with Angela, oh gosh, I can't think of her name, Angela Lansbury, I think it was but I might be wrong on that. I should have looked that up beforehand. But anyway, there just aren't shows for women of a certain age. And the housewives, the housewives of Orange County, the housewives of Beverly Hills, the housewives of every other major city and town in America have shows now. And they're fine. They do have women that are in their 50s and 60s. The only thing is there are two things. They're very unrelatable. Um, Most of us aren't dripping in Tiffany and Cartier and having homes that are bigger than the last hotels we stayed in. So they're a little hard to relate to. And they also tend to bring out the drama and the cattiness that goes on between women. And I'm going to tell you, if you love those shows, because I know there there are hardcore fans out there, that's great. You keep watching them and that that's fine. I Once in a while, I'll watch an episode of something because it's on. But I want to go through something a little more positive. So ABC, the Bachelor franchise, came out with a show called The Golden Bachelor. And I don't usually talk about pop culture on, well, I never have actually on this podcast, but I was excited to see this. And a little creeped out and very nervous. I had all these different things. I was thinking the Golden Bachelor was going to be 50, 55. He's 71. And the women that he's dating are between 60 and 75. So I'm going to tell you, like, I could not wait for this show to premiere because I I already had these strong emotions. I didn't know if they were love or hate or fear or joy or whatever. Anyway, If you have not watched this show, that's fine. If you have no desire to watch this show, that's fine. But I had to watch it. The nosy, curious, I need to know girl in me had to watch it. And I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, it was shockingly beautiful. It It was just shockingly beautiful. And here's why. First of all, The Bachelor, the 71 year old man, this show starts out. Well, he tells his story and he was married for like 40 years. And when he talks about his wife who passed away, he just is constantly getting teary eyed. You can tell he, he was so in love. His three daughters support him in this journey and they don't want him to be alone. And I just love what he brings to the table. He's not on this show to become Instagram famous or to strike some kind of deal. He really is looking for that relationship, not to replace his wife, but to have the quality of life that he previously had. And okay, so this is great. He starts out, it's all quiet. And they show him put his hearing aid in. Nobody says a word about it. But when he puts his hearing aid in, all the music starts and everything comes to life. There's that's it. They don't talk about the hearing aid, but it was just so beautiful because there are things that we need as we age to help us live a higher quality of life. 
And this wasn't a bad thing. This was a beautiful thing. But we're still not at the part that I love. The women start pulling up in the limos and there's not, I I think they usually have like 30 and I think this time there were like 20-ish. But anyway, woman by woman gets out and like the first woman gets out and she's got this long silver curly hair, this golden dress and she is stunning and classy. She's beautiful and she's educated and her confidence jumps off the screen like I mean I remember the bachelor said wow and the truth is I think I did too oh my gosh what a oh my gosh it was just so much hope it it felt so good I think she was 60 something I don't know but woman after woman got out of the car and They all had great careers, but they all had great lives that you could tell they were educated. The confidence. Oh my gosh, the confidence. There was one lady who got out. I swear to God, she looks like she's in her 40s. She's a choreographer, dancer. She's still doing it. I think she's 65 maybe. And she looked like she was in her 40s. She just, she has all the moves, all that kind of thing. Then she drops the bomb that not only did she used to date Prince, but he wrote the song Sexy Dancer about her. Nobody has ever written a song called Sexy Dancer about me, <laughs> much less Prince. Anyway, it's, I mean, these women are just something. They are truly amazing. One woman pulls up on her motorcycle, her Harley, and she pulls up. She gets off, she takes off her helmet, and in slow motion, you can see her shaking out her hair. And please hear my heart here. I am not saying you have to be that woman who does all these crazy things. But I am saying this show showed me that you can be whoever you want to be if you just keep going. Just keep doing the things that you're doing. Don't feel like, hey, I'm 70 or I'm 60 or I'm 50, so I need to just stop this now. I'm getting too old for this. Live the life you love. Keep going. Live it. I'm not going to give away any more of this show in case you want to watch it, but please, if you decide to watch it, go back and um, start with the opening season, it, they're only hour-long episodes, which if you're watching on DVR, are like 42 minutes. So, But there, you're going to find yourself feeling so much hope. And I think with this and the first topic that we talked about, which was the social media, you're going to find that when you're following people that are older than you, it just feels so much better than people that are younger than you. It's so enlightening and empowering, and I want you to give it a try, okay? That's all I want you to do. Try it. Try watching any of these things. Try finding somebody on social media and just see how it makes you feel. So that's your homework assignment, which I don't usually give, but I think it's important because it it's going to make you feel better. So go for it. Let me know, like comment below or send me a message and let me know what you're finding, okay? I'd love to hear from you, chat with you, and move forward. If you like this episode, share it with a friend, follow, subscribe, comment below. I would love to 
have you join me each week. I'm always open to topics and guests and all those things. So don't be shy. I just want to have girl talk some weeks. And that's kind of what today was sharing the things that I'm watching on TV, that kind of thing. Join me every week, every Monday, and go out and choose your future.